0: This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. With me today is Kara um, Day, and we're going to continue this conversation. Um, so Kara, you know, we were talking um little bit of get about your experience um, in high school as a freshman, <laughs> and so with young life, um, and you know, I I know a lot of Catholics um, who whose life has really been changed, mm-hmm. and really they um, not only did they come to know Christ, but they became very good Catholics mm-hmm. because of their experience with young life. Yeah. Um, and um, I, you know, so you know, your sto- in that sense, your story is not. Unusual, either. Yeah. You know, like there are yeah. there are many there too. So, it in the in the method, um, and maybe you can kind of walk with us what the method you know the method mm. was. But you know, so kind of an initial um, session where mm. you know they probably give a talk or something like that. Mm. Um, but one of the big things that I find most interesting about Young Life and its method method is the discipling. Mm-hmm. So there's usually a, you know, a mature disciple, mm-hmm. um, probably a young adult mm-hmm. um, who walks with a high school student.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that is what blessed my life the most because it's, what makes it so different is instead of just putting on, you know, events like youth nights kind of thing, we, we called it club and campaigners in Young Life, but um, I mean, it, My experience of Young Life was—it encompassed my whole life. Like, my Young Life leader was at my sports (laughs) games. She was, you know, meeting with me for coffee before school. She was driving me to and from um, these youth nights. Like, we just got to—she got to walk with me really closely, invest in my whole life. She knew my family. She knew my friends, my friends who were following Jesus, my friends who weren't following Jesus. She was just a part of my whole life. And that is really what—yeah— Bless me, because I think it's easy to to show up to an event and pretend like you're involved in your faith or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a whole different story when there's someone who knows your whole life, you know, outside of just that one, you know, two hours a week or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's the biggest thing, the the relational ministry aspect that blessed my life a ton, and that. I just see as so important in all ages, but particularly in high school and youth ministry, it is vitally important for um, high schoolers to have someone other than their parents, as great as their parents may be, an adult, someone who's a bit older than them, but who they still want to talk to and can trust and who will lead them closer to the Lord.
0: Do you um, still—are you still in contact with the person that mentored you, that discipled you?
1: Yeah, I am. She is still one of my great friends. Um, She lives um, not too far, you know, as seasons of life have changed and things get busier, we don't see each other as often as I would like, but she is definitely still um, very much involved in my life and things like
0: that. And, you know, I think, um, one, I think the effective Catholic youth ministries that I've seen, and and I should say youth ministers, Mm -hmm. yeah, they have regular sessions, you know, together, where there might be talks, but also mm-hmm. kind of more so- social, too, mm-hmm. and retreats, you know, sure, regular yeah. retreats. Right. But I think one of the big things missing is that discipling. And yeah. like I said, the, the ones who are most effective have that to some degree, mm-hmm. but they're usually pretty limited because mm-hmm. it's like one youth minister and maybe you have sure. 20, 30, 100, you yeah. know, youth.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. <clears throat> but I know that at St. Brendan's you guys mm-hmm. have... Um, implemented that also in your youth ministry, and that's yeah. actually kind of one of your your major roles there at St. Brendan's. Yeah. So how does that? How does it look? How do you? Because there's probably dozens and dozens. I bet there's over a hundred youth mm-hmm. at St. Brendan's youth group.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> so I mean,
0: one person alone can't disciple right. all of those. Plus, you know, I'm sure that guys don't really want.
1: Sure. A, you know, yeah, a young absolutely. woman
0: mentoring them yeah, and vice versa.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um we I've just been super blessed to see what God has built at Saint Brendan's in the area of relational ministry. Like you're kinda saying, I feel like one of my main roles at St. Brendan's is to keep reminding us that we have youth group on Sunday nights and let you know, I always say I care a lot more about what happens in between Sunday nights than the Sunday nights themselves, you know? And so Getting our core team, um, initially our you know our core team, are young adults um, who are volunteers at the parish to invest in the lives of the high schoolers is one of the main things I like to champion people in. Is okay, let's actually invest in these high schoolers' lives. Let's walk with them. Let's show up at their band concerts and sports games and different things like that. Let's be involved in their lives and actually walk with them in the day to day. And what's really cool too is that especially at St. Brendan's, as things have grown a lot, our leadership teams or our high schoolers who are bought in, we call them our high school Vine missionaries, um, they we now get to, you know, pour into them so that they can pour into other high schoolers. So that's been really neat too. That's what allows our reach to get so big, is that, you know, if each of us is pouring into you know, some key leaders, some key high schoolers, and then each of them is pouring into other high schoolers. That's how we're able to effectively steward a youth group where, you know, sometimes we've had 250 kids come and I can't possibly (laughs) walk with that many kids. The core team can't possibly walk with that many kids. But when we are building a culture of accompaniment is a word that we like to use a lot of accompanying people, um, both in our core team and in our high school leaders, that is what actually allows us to walk with them.
0: Yeah. So the core team would be like young adults,
1: exactly. Um,
0: and yeah. then, the, but then you also have the student leaders, like mm-hmm. high school leaders. Yeah, and they're both both the core team and the high school leaders mm-hmm. are um, accompanying people.
1: Yeah, that's the idea.
0: Yeah, and you know, accompany is a word that. Um Pope Francis uses quite a bit. Mm. Um, and it is you know, it is kind of a nice, kind of comfortable Catholic word. Sure. Um that you know, like I think Protestants often use discipling or something sure. like that. But it really it's about it's the same thing in, yeah. in some sense. So what um I mean, you know, it's not that you just, you know, meet with, you know, um uh, you know, a high school girl or mm-hmm. and just talk about what, how life is going, there sure. is sort of kind of probably a plan or method because mm. you're trying to in help them to be formed as mm. disciples. So yeah. is the, are there like tracks or things that, you know, like mm. kind of um, Bible studies that you walk them through or is mm. it more like, well, we're going to talk about prayer this year or something like that?
1: Yeah, that is a good question. I think not necessarily. I feel like I try to be Responsive to the Holy Spirit, and because every every person's walk with the Lord mm-hmm. is different, and so every girl that I, you know, am hanging out with, invested in probably needs something different. Um, so you know, we do try to hit on some main areas of, you know, prayer, sacramental life, your relationships with your family, your friends, mm-hmm. um, your impulse for mission, like things like that. You know, we'll, and then that can just that grows as my relationship with them grows. And, you know, I an important part of it is, too, just having fun with them. Mm-hmm. There are times where I hang out with a high school girl and we're just having fun, you know. Um, but it's that rapport building that allows me to be able to press in later. And so they know that they can expect me to ask them, you know, hard questions or things like that, that I'm not going to... Um, They're not going to get away with hanging out with me without me pressing in and asking them how they're really doing, how things are actually going. You know, where's their relationship with the Lord at? And so, I don't. There's not necessarily a program or even like a very sequential order Mm -hmm. to at least how I do things. Um, It really is just being responsive to where they're at with the Lord. So,
0: and there's probably on the Sunday night sessions, mm-hmm. they're probably going, working yes. through some sort of content.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that we have, yeah, a sequential content on Sunday nights and part of our leadership team with our high schoolers, we have um, Vine missionary formation mm-hmm. nights. So we have essentially a high school formation program that we've started. So there's um, an order of that content as well. So a lot of it is, you know, hanging out with them in between those things is processing the content that we've been talking about in the larger group settings. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Um, Excellent. So do you, um, um, I think, in in um, your kind of mentoring and your accompanying mm-hmm. of these young women, your own experience, um, both as probably, you know, having um, kind of had a weak formation in the Catholic faith mm-hmm. at the, when you were their age. Right. Um, and then also the experiences that you had in encountering Christ, mm-hmm. but then also kind of those victories that Christ brought over your own insecurities, mm-hmm. um, how do you kind of um, talk talk to um, those young young women that you're accompanying about those how, how do you kind of share those experiences
1: yeah, I think. I love getting to share my life with high schoolers. So one, that they feel like it's a not just like a one-sided relationship where they're telling me everything about their life and I'm not telling them anything mm-hmm. about mine. It helps them know that I'm a real person who has actually struggled with things and God's brought victory in my life. And it just helps break the veil a little bit about like, oh, that's my leader over there. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're able to see me as a real person. So I think I, you know, I'm pretty open and honest with them. I always love to normalize, you know, like, it's okay if you have questions about things. I had a ton of questions about things. Mm-hmm. Um, I still do. But, you know, when I was in high school, I like let them know that you have a lot of freedom. Nothing's a dumb question. It's okay if you feel like you should have learned something, but you didn't, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I mean, like I said, I literally didn't even know about the Eucharist till I was 18. <laughs> so I, I think I, um, And I make it a priority, too, that, you know, one of my main driving factors is I don't want any um, kid growing up in the Catholic Church to not know about a relationship with Jesus. So I try Mm -hmm. to bring that up as much as I can.
0: Excellent. Um, You've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today has been Cara Day. Until next time, peace and all good.
1: A Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.
0: Hey, parent. you don't need the latest gizmo, slang, or clothes to be a perfect parent. Because kids in foster care don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUsKids.org.
1: A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Adopt Us Kids and the Ad Council.